Pretty Policeman, Multiple Paradox Net Files. These are some of The Little Darlings. It's great to be gay. Our favourite episode titles. Right on, sister. Please be gentle. From all three seasons of the logbooks. You might well be very angry. So we've printed them on a t-shirt and a poster. Crash pad needed. Kiss my rump. And our limited stock is for sale at thelogbooks.org. Interested and willing? With profits going to Switchboard. Thank you for being here. So take a look at thelogbooks.org slash shop. We at The Logbooks focus on LGBTQ plus history and reflect on it in the modern day. But we couldn't help but feel like we needed to acknowledge what's happening in the world around us as we were recording this episode. It truly feels like a watershed moment for black rights in the UK and around the world. It shouldn't have taken the killing of a black man, George Floyd, for the world to take notice of racism and the abuse that black people are subjected to daily and institutionally. We are also at a pivotal moment for trans rights. There's a real risk of trans people being stripped of their right to self-determine, and our trans, non-binary and gender non-conforming siblings have been the victims of vile vitriol by some media publications and campaigning groups. The three of us here at The Logbooks want to make clear that we are fully in support of our black and trans siblings, and that until black lives, trans lives, and especially black trans lives matter, all lives don't matter. I just got a message from Tash that says, turn your recorder on before listening. So um, that's why I'm doing this. And I don't know what she's going to say, but I'm going to uh, play it on speaker on my phone next to the microphone. Um, Guys, I've just watched the live stream um, for the British Podcast Awards. <laughs> and you will never guess who's been nominated for Best New Podcast. It's us! Yes! I can't believe it. It's so exciting. Oh, wow. Um, Which one? Books, best New Podcast Which... 2020 Best nominee. New Podcast. Yes! Amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm about to leave my flat and cycle to serenade Adam at his window. Hopefully Shivani will be there virtually. Here we go. You're listening to The Logbooks, stories from Britain's LGBTQ plus history and conversations about being queer today. In partnership with Switchboard, the LGBT plus helpline. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Tash Walker. Okay, so I'm turning into Adam's street. And there she is. <laughs> Hello, who's there? <laughs> Wearing a very fetching pink t-shirt. Okay, uh, hello. Hello. Let me lift this window up. Ugh. I feel like I should be chucking some stones at your window or something, <laughs> make chucking it more romantic. Stones. Well, should I be singing? Because I'm. it's like I'm on the balcony. I would, you know, I can't sing, so that's why <laughs> I'm not doing that part. I'm on the first floor and Tash is on the pavement at sea level. So, <laughs> Amid the leaves. Um, yeah, there's about four metres height distance between us well it's lovely to see you it's so nice to see you too yes i like your bum bag thank you <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> yeah um so i brought you some fruits of my flat some fruits from your flat is that a lemon it's <gasps> a lemon from the lemon tree is that from your lemon tree that's from my lemon tree that's amazing so apparently lemons symbolize like joy 
and, and sometimes friendship, but they also symbolize bitterness. So, right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm bitter about this virus. I'll just put my laptop here and we can get Shivani on the call. Oh, listen to the leaves. From so miles nice. away. Okay. Hello, Shivani. Hello. Hi. Can you see Tash outside? No. My yeah, house. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> like tiny, tiny, tiny person. Is she holding a cat? No, she's not holding a cat. That's her. That's her um, <laughs> Zoom and her mic pop shields. Although I was, I was, I was, I was cycling with it in here, so it did look like I was cycling with my cat. <laughs> she's got it in the bum bag. <laughs> I've been speaking to quite a few contributors for season two. That's one of the things that I've been doing in lockdown is just finding people to talk to. Yeah. Finding, uh, going back to some people that we spoke to for season one and also finding new people. Well, I, I think it would be really nice if we, if we cut some of these sounds and give yeah. people a bit of an insight into how season two is being made yeah. with everything that's going on at the moment. Okay, so uh, let's make a season two preview episode. <laughs> And we're going to cover the HIV AIDS crisis. That's going to be such a big feature of this season. And uh, also, we want to cover things like the media. And yep. what else have we got planned, Tash? Section 28. Section 28. Um, yeah. And of course, all of the themes that continue to pervade the switchboard calls. Right. Loneliness, isolation, yep. coming out. Yeah. The marches, the protests, the dyke marches. Yeah. There's just, it's jam-packed. There's loads. Um, I found a bunch of lesbian dyke protesters. Oh, great. Dyke marches. Yeah. In the 80s, which is cool. And also, it would be nice for this preview episode if we can get some voices from contributors um, so that kind of our listeners can get a bit of a taste about the kind of characters to come, maybe. Some old characters and some new characters. Old voices and new voices. Yeah. 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 James Borden was lovely. Oh. Um, uh, Margaret Atwood, Adrian Rich, uh, Christopher Isherwood. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Gore Vidal, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be very indiscreet now. <laughs> um, Gore Vidal really didn't want to do it. He didn't, didn't, didn't want to do it. Okay, production meeting number 572 on Google Hangouts with Tash. Here we go. Is she there? Uh... Hey, Adam. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hi, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, thanks. I um... think this is production meeting number 570-something. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Mil million. Yeah, I, I can never see your face too much, though. Um, <laughs> my slightly 2D pi pi pixelated I know um, okay are we are you recording I am recording yes yeah okay me too I think it, it might be worth us just keeping a, a record in case we might want to use any of this in some of the yes. in some of the episodes what with um, exactly. yeah. our new style yeah. of producing these days <laughs> 
Um, so we need to talk through some of the plans for season two. Yeah. I've been clustering some of the logbook entries into the themes that we think we're going to cover. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, we did that work a few weeks ago of thinking about like, okay, what are the main themes that are coming up in the entries? And then we've I've just been clustering them around that. So, and I think uh, we one of the first things that we have to think about is how do we how do we handle the HIV and AIDS crisis? Because it's so big yeah. in this period. Like, what are we covering? 83 to 91. Yeah. It's going to dominate it. But then there are other things going on as well. Thinking about how we did season one, we had different themes for each episode. And I think that we need to continue having different themes for each episode. But mm -hmm. obviously there's so much around HIV and AIDS that it's going to mm -hmm. cover several different several episodes but one thing I think we need to be really true and honest throughout the whole of the season is that this mm -hmm. is a theme that permeated the entirety of this period. Right. I think it's going to be really tough to cover HIV and AIDS because I mean you've seen the logbook entries from that time and there is just so much going on and um, some very 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 desperate people and sad moments in the logbooks. Yeah it's really really hard just thinking about it. There's, I've got one here. This is a logbook entry from December the 21st, just before Christmas, 1989, at 6.45am. I've just finished a call with a 19-year-old man called John from Norwich, who has been diagnosed HIV positive. His lover hit him and walked out. John is full of self-loathing and can see no point in living. He eventually went off to sleep, and I got him to promise to ring back in the next two or three days. And that's, there's just so many like that's that. That's just one, isn't it? Yeah, there's just hundreds in this period of people in that same position as John from Norwich ringing like that. Yeah, we just have to do our best to reflect as many as we can. Mm -hmm. Well, I wonder what it'd be like to have some of those Switchboard volunteers who were at Switchboard at the time talking about taking those kinds of calls. Yeah, definitely. I mean, luckily we we already interviewed Julian yes, for season yep. two, so that's I'm really pleased that we did that and we got before um, the lockdown. Yeah, yeah, before the lockdown, and we got him on record, especially as he's in Amsterdam. Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. Come on in, come on in. Got your cold job, man. Thank you. Fantastic. Come on in, come on in. Right. What do we need? Do you want a cup of tea? Um, I'm all right. You know who would be really good to talk to about this? Diana, Diana James, who we spoke to oh, in season yes. one. She told that amazing story about her uh, transition in the early 80s and coming out as intersex. Yeah. I'm just going to give Diana a call. Diana! Hi, Tash. Hi, hi, I'm good. I think it's just taking its time. Ah, yeah, there, we go. there you are. How are yeah, you? Oh, I like the blanket. Thank <laughs> you. Spanish mantillas. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, recording outside of a studio at home under a blanket. You can also probably hear the faint hum of trains in the background because I, I live by a train track. Um, how are you doing? How, how's things down in the southwest? It's really beautiful down here. The sun's shining. It's, I'm really lucky that I can get out into the countryside. So I'm having long runs and nice. walks. And I, I run through like 
forested areas and stuff. And because hair is just, you can't get to a hairdresser's. So when I'm running, my scrunchies keep falling off and I look like a banshee running through the woods with my ginger hair flowering behind me as I sing along to have some heavy metal. Oh my God, amazing. Oh, I love that you're listening to heavy metal. I, yeah. I, did, I did a run the other day to heavy metal and it was like genuinely so liberating. I, I really loved yeah. it. Um, well, the reason I wanted to get in touch was obviously to see how you're doing. Um, I know it's been a while since we last saw each other before lockdown. Um, but, mm. but also, you know, things have, We've had a bit of a pause. I was meant to interview you in May for the second season of the Logbooks. And I just wanted to get in touch and say that we're still pushing ahead and we'd we'd really love to have you um, in season two for the Logbooks if you're if you're up for being interviewed. I'd really love to. You know that I'm always, you know, want to help out Switchboard in any way I can. And the Logbooks are telling our history. And if we don't tell it, someone else will. Yeah, you, exactly. I like that. That's a catchphrase I should probably steal. Um, <laughs> it's yours <laughs> thank you the period the second season this covers you know the majority of the 80s and the very early 90s do you what, yeah. what it's such a heavy period of time loads of things were happening for the lgbt plus communities then how do you look back and remember it it was it was two things it was really rough because there was people on switchboard that were also ill and their partners died and we supported each other as best we could on that. And it was all the lesbian community supporting all the gay guys as well. It really pulled the community together, but it was hugely rough. So many guys lost their partners. And we lost friends. It was, it was a desperate time, but it was also a time when we all pulled together. A lot of building of that community, like uh, cementing that community throughout that period of time. Yeah. Well, we've got Section 28, of course, back then, and we're seeing like a resurgence of that kind of censorship of LGBT lives in schools. And if we'd have had some kind of teaching around LGBT lives when we were at school, of course, I'm going back way before you, <laughs> um, then so many of our lives would have been so different. So much of the shame and the not knowing who you were. Yeah, I, I, I So many of us now are still dealing with things that happened when we was at school. Yeah, I complete. I completely agree with you. It's, it's, there's so much happened in this period of time. I mean, I'm really looking forward to hearing all the stories and all the memories from everyone we're going to speak to. Um, I feel like this this could turn into that call now, but um, we'll, we'll save that for. <laughs> a bit later on oh, no, but... I tend to rub it on a bit no I love it it's amazing <laughs> um well thank you so much for saying that you're up for being interviewed for season two um we're just working out next steps on how exactly we're going to do that with um with the lockdown but we'll be in touch and I'm so pleased that you're going to be a part of it Diana thank you so much oh it's an absolute pleasure it's great to speak to you okay bye -bye. Um, give my love to everybody Take I will care. all right bye bye thing I really want us to decide and sort of come to an agreement on maybe put together a document is how we how we're going to do interviews at the moment you know we're still we're still in the lockdown yeah um, and lots of the people lots of our contributors or people we'd like to speak to are, right because um, yeah. in the higher risk category um, yeah but I 
I don't I, I the want thing. their voices you know yeah and we like to do the interviews in person because it's it's a better sound quality but also we just know that you just kind of get more like from a person if you can s sit opposite them and have a conversation my friend and I got locked into Brixton Black Women's Centre one night. We worked so hard to let them let us use this centre. And we were like sewing this banner ready for the best. I'm sure it's a lesbian strength march the next day. And they went, oh, they locked us in. <laughs> in the centre. And we didn't notice one sequins in our little <laughs> I like the lesbian strength marches because I could wear my dresses and not get outshone by the drag queens, which I couldn't do at the Pride. Um, so I saved my ball grounds for lesbian strength. Some glorious pictures of that. Now I remember Copper saying to me, um, "Are you on the right march?" Because <laughs> I, I think because I had the ball gown on and I looked like a girl. <laughs> I thought I was on the wrong march. I remember lesbian strength marches. For me, the priority is to include these memories and these thoughts. And yeah. if because of lockdown or because of the pandemic we have to do that via Zoom or yeah. whatever um, method, then I'd. I, I, I'm happy to do that, to, yeah. to um, sacrifice that slightly better audio quality and that intimacy that we get from face-to-face -face interviews because these stories are, are so important and yeah, um, they, have to be, they have to be heard. We want there to be a podcast, so yeah. we have to make it, however. What else do we want to make sure that we include? One thing that is um, one logbook entry I found which I thought was really interesting, maybe I'll just read it to you. So this is a logbook entry from the 1st of August 1984. Caller is Spanish and wants to find a sympathetic male who will marry her. She is a lesbian. She knows the ins and outs of this. Pardon the metaphor, no disparagement intended, in brackets. She is seeing a lawyer about visa and work, would like to stay. This is deliberately vague, but you know what I mean. Wow, so this is someone who is in the UK and wants to stay, but there's an immigration issue. Yeah, exactly. And this is so this is in 1984. There's so, there are actually a couple of these in the this period of the logbooks. This sort of. Mm. I also think it's it is interesting to reflect on, especially in line with what's happening a lot with immigration here and mm. uh, the situations for LGBTQ plus people all across the world being so different, yeah. and how people, you know, people are moving for their lives. Um, yeah, exactly. So, in different from different countries and claiming asylum yeah. here or in other countries. Well, it sounds like that this should be like an episode, like where yeah. we just look at the logbook entries that are about that particular theme of uh, kind of borders and migration yeah. for LGBT plus people. I think people. that's a really good idea. I think we could do a bit of a reflection piece on the Today section around asylum, mm. LGBTQ plus asylum today, maybe yeah. speaking to some of those fantastic charities out there or lawyer maybe. Yeah. Tash, Switchboard started in 74. Uh, and then, so then, you know, the first season of the logbooks covered until, what, 82. So then, apart from all of the issues that it was dealing with, what was going on for Switchboard in that sort of adolescent period of its, of its life in the 80s? There were several things that happened, you know, just to name a few. You had UK's first seminar on AIDS, which Switchboard, Gay Switchboard then was involved in staging. Uh, it was also the 10th anniversary of Switchboard on the 4th of March, 1984. There's an amazing picture in the archive that was taken. It is oh, wow. so cool. Yeah, Lisa Power and Femi um, Ototoju is in it as well, which is amazing to see them um, back then in, in the 80s and, and know them <laughs> now. But before both of those things, there was actually uh, one pretty amazing, important event that happened. <gasps> Ah, yes. 
Our one millionth call at Switchboard came through today at 12.58 p.m. It was from an American tourist, but he wouldn't give his name. The call was taken by Robbie Brown. And I remember that call very, very well, because actually it was from an American tourist who had just landed from Chicago, who was looking to find where the coal home was, how could he get to the coal home, and then also the champion, because he heard that was a gay bar. And no, he didn't want any publicity, thank you very much. <laughs> you say you are our millionth caller. We like to, you know, we like to interview you. We like to give you a bottle of champagne if you like. You know, we'll even just give me the bottle of champagne. No, thank you very much. Thank you very much for your help. Bye bye. Do you know, I'm excited about making season two just because I think that we can probably like play around again with uh, different ways of doing sound yeah. um, and what we can bring in. Like we had Tom's amazing music in season one and everyone loves that. Um, and so it'd be nice to include that again and, and different kinds of different kinds of sound. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about that quite a lot. Yeah, more more of those train tracks in the background. <laughs> yes, well, it's going to be like that because yeah. we're recording all these in lockdown. But thinking about it realistically, you know who might be good to help us on that? Simon McCallum from the BFI and the archives yes. department. He he was the one who got in touch with you on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon, who works at the BFI, he reached out and said that he loves the logbooks and that and there was referencing all of the fantastic um, documentaries that are in BFI archive that include Switchboard and of course a right. plethora of other fantastic Amazing. LGBTQ plus organisations and people. Amazing. So, right. So we could maybe use some of the sound clips from those TV documentaries that you're talking about that are in the British Film Institute. Yeah. And you know what? I I have been absolutely binging on the BFI archive over lockdown. <laughs> They've been releasing so much LGBT content. It's amazing from like the 70s, the 80s. Um, That's great. It's fantastic. That's great. OK, well, uh, let's get hold of Simon. Yeah, for sure. Ah, hello. Hey, hey, Adam. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Simon. It's good to see you. Hi, Adam. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, Thank good you to see you, Simon. Thanks for taking the time. Tash and I have been watching all these uh, old documentaries in uh, your archive. Yeah, perfect lockdown viewing. I'm really <laughs> pleased people are getting stuck into this. So, Well, it's looking like season two is going to include this theme of representation in the media because it it's something that comes up in the logbooks actually i mean the actual logbooks so what i've really been trying to do is really trace how the community's been portrayed in mm. film and telly across that period so and you will see little snippets of switchboard at work in there so that's great hopefully we'll get a bit of that into your series sue and barry blakelock have withdrawn their son russell from school and now teach him at home they support equal opportunities policies for gay people, but unlike the council, they don't wish homosexuality to be promoted as a positive choice to their young children. Of course, I think I want what every parent wants. That's for their son to grow up, as some people would call normal, and to have a family of his own. And grandchildren, of course. I think that's what everyone wants. So it would be yeah. great if we could include some of this, like some of the sounds. That's one thing that we'd love to do in season two is like include some of the audio from the these old documentaries. 
Definitely. I will do my very best <laughs> to get you some of that. Yes, send me, send okay. me the list over. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Thanks, Simon. Thanks All so right, much. nice to talk to you. Bye. 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 Oh, Adam, it was so nice to see you at a distance the other day through my window. How was the lemon? <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I used it in some uh, fresh pesto. Oh, great. Uh, I've, I've actually still got half of it now, so I might put it in a cocktail tonight. Well, I, I would advise you to use it sparingly because the tree is very small. So. Oh, no. So, wait, so we're not going to get a bumper crop of lemons this year? Uh, well, there's two, two very green lemons growing on it now, but I feel oh, like that's, they're at least two or three months off. <laughs> well, let's hope that we can do some interviews for the logbooks before those lemons are ripe. Yeah, um, definitely. Hopefully, like, within the next month, we can probably start interviewing people. Well, actually, I've got an interview lined up with someone who I was in touch with, and they said, actually, you can come over and we can uh, speak in my garden with a distance. So I, I'm going to borrow some uh, cables and a mic from Shivani on Friday so that I can keep the distance with that interviewee and then uh, go there and uh, do an interview in person. So hopefully we can do more of that soon and then others I guess just online if we have to hey Tash how do you feel about July the 11th well Adam um it's <laughs> it's firmly in my calendar I can tell you that what's happening on July the 11th British podcast awards the announcement of the winner will be on July the 11th among all the many other categories uh, for the British podcast awards but there is still one category that is undecided and that is that's the listener's choice category where you, dear listener at home, can go onto the website on the British Podcast Awards and vote for the logbooks if you want to do that. Uh, that would be lovely. There's a train going past again. <laughs> Get everyone on the train to vote yeah. for the logbooks. <laughs> so I guess that's that's it for this meeting. Yeah, um, great. Meeting adjourned. Meeting adjourned. I'll probably see you tomorrow on our next meeting. On our next meeting. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to close my uh, Google Hangout window now. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Bing bong. Have a good evening, Adam. Um, All right. And I'll, I'll see you later. I'll see you soon. Okay. Take care, hon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so listeners, hang tight. Don't forget to vote for us for the British Podcast Awards Listener's Choice. And that concludes this season two preview of The Logbook. Perfecto. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Calls to Switchboard are confidential, so to bring the logbooks to life, we've changed the callers' names. The Logbooks is produced by Giovanni Dave, Adam Smith and Tash Walker, in partnership with Switchboard, the LGBT plus helpline. If you think other people would like the logbooks, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. These ratings and reviews really help others to discover the show. You can send us your feedback and stories to hello at thelogbooks.org. Our music is by Tom Foskett Barnes and our artwork is by Natalie Dotto. Thanks to Steph Dickers and team at the Bishopsgate Institute. The folks at ACAST. Gareth Mitchell at Imperial College London, the staff and volunteers at Switchboard, and all the contributors who shared their stories. 
45 years on, Switchboard continues to take phone calls from 10am to 10pm every day. If you're affected by any of the issues in this podcast or need to discuss anything to do with gender identity or sexuality, you can call Switchboard on 0300 330 0630, email chris at switchboard.lgbt or instant message via switchboard.lgbt where you can also donate money or time to help.